Jar yeah, Levine yeah. Accident Do Attorney it. Studios. It's LaVeca, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 1063. Oh, it is the annual, even though it's never happened before, Super Bowl Spectacular here on LaVeca, Theo, and Stone. He's Stone. I'm Ken. Theo is getting married this weekend. He is out. It is Super Bowl week, the lead up Sunday. The boldest predictions. We'll get to the rest of yours on social media and the phones as we get on here through 2 o'clock. Again, social media is open at KLV 106.3. And unexpectedly, one of the big stories of this Super Bowl week had nothing to do with the actual football game, but one of the biggest media gaps of the week. Earlier this week on WFAN, Boomer and Geo, they were excited when they booked Randy Moss. Problem is, it wasn't the Randy Moss they were thinking it was. Here's what it sounded like. Everybody's got something, and that's why I'm actually happy we are not uh, at Radio Row. What is Randy Moss promoting, by the way, Al? Do you, do you know? It's something having to do with horse racing. Really? He's very into horse racing. <laughs> are, are you sure this is the right? This, the, yeah. Not this the other Randy, Randy Moss, Moss. The wide receiver, not Randy. Is there another Randy yes. Moss? There's a uh oh. There's an announcer, Randy Moss, who is into horse who racing. Who is into horse racing? Please tell me that's fake. The, I, no, that would no. be so awesome. Oh my oh god! Oh my god! Oh no! Because they no. said I saw in the request that Randy would like to talk about blah blah blah. Also, anything NFL related, I'm a I'm a double check that. Or maybe the Randy Moss, who is the sports announcer, the horse racing announcer. He also he used to work for the NFL Network. Yeah. Come on, I swear to God. Yes. How's that possible? <laughs> Oh, this is great. Oh, Jesus. This is horrible. This Jesus. is what Mark Chernoff's talking about. You know, <laughs> lazy ass. This, I mean, You're not I, following, doing any follow through. I don't want to sound like I'm complaining because we have a great setup and everything is great, but I can't catch a break when it comes to some of this stuff, right? Like Dua Lipa's in New York when we're out here. I think we're getting Randy Moss. We're getting the white Randy Moss. <laughs> I mean, come on. Okay. Just wanted to check to see if you would be interested in current NBC sports broadcaster and former NFL network broadcaster and reporter. That's right. That's you booked the white Randy Moss. Oh, my God. So that's how it sounded on WFAN earlier this week. We are much more enthused about and happy to be joined by, as Boomer and Geo put it, the white Randy Moss of NBC. He joins us here on the Big Theo and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Randy, let me ask you this, uh, and thank you for joining, taking the time to join. You sure. hear that. You can Consume that. Are you offended? Are you upset? Is that like the millionth time that's happened before? How do you take that? If I was upset at that, guys, I would be taking myself way too seriously. <laughs> right? I think I thought it was absolutely hysterical. And no, it's not the first time or the second time or the tenth time uh, <laughs> since I was with NFL Network for 13 years. The players kind of got a kick out of it. I, I kind of wondered when I took the job with NFL in 2008, if it would be a detriment or not. But as it turned out, I think it kind of helped the players remember me a little more. They started calling me the white Randy Moss. Then it was the OG Randy Moss. Then I was just OG. But the whole confusion, I don't really understand it that much because, I mean, it's pretty easy to tell us apart. He's, he's the one with hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, I love it. I absolutely love it. Randy Moss, NBC broadcaster, uh, part of their horse racing coverage. <laughs> NFL Network. You sure you got the right guy now? Yeah, we, damn right we double we do. checked and triple checked. So, so here's this as well, because <laughs> I know how this works where you've got a publicist or a media representative. They're reaching out during this week. They put you out there and people come in, book you, talk to you. Uh, what are the discussions between you and the publicist or the media relations person when something like this happens? You know, it's, it, we just laugh about it. And it, this thing has gone viral. It's yes. crazy all week long. I mean, I've probably done, I don't know, a dozen, 15 radio hits, and that's pretty much the topic of conversation for, for almost every one of them. You know, I, I was thinking about maybe having the wide receiver, Randy Moss, come on here surprisingly and take my place, but uh, I, I couldn't pull that off. <laughs> uh, so, again, Randy Moss with us here. Uh, again, horse racing uh, aficionado. Again, NBC, triple, count co- uh, triple crown coverage coming up on NBC. May 4th is the Kentucky Derby. Let's, uh, in a vacuum, Randy Moss can sit back and enjoy one event. I present them to you, the Super Bowl or the Kentucky Derby where is Randy Moss, the horse racing version, gravitating towards? Well, look, I was raised around horse racing. I'm a big, obviously, I'm a big football guy as well and a huge football fan. Uh, but this, this year will be my 44th Kentucky Derby to cover. It's, it's not like it's a bucket list item for me anymore, mm-hmm. but I still would lean, lean, toward the Kentucky Derby over the Super Bowl. But my old boss is in NFL Network. They told me one time, um, they called me and said, you know, how badly do you want to go to the Super Bowl? And I said, well, it, would, it, it, would it negatively impact my job status with NFL Network if I didn't go? And my boss said, it would improve your job status with NFL Network if you told me you didn't want to go. And I said, I'll stay home and watch it on TV. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a great call. It's just, especially in Vegas. And now, have you been out there uh, during the course of this entire week? Yeah, most of the week I've been here, and I think so far it's fabulous. I think they're doing okay. a fantastic. I mean, what what venue does big events better than Las Vegas? I mean, it, yeah, it's, no, it's really. I think it's going to. Sh- yeah. You're right. You're right. I, I just I was out there right before Christmas. Uh, I do the play-by-play broadcasting for FAU football and basketball, and FAU was out there to play Arizona at uh, T-Mobile before the holidays. And even then, you know, that's the slowest time of the year resorts-wise in Vegas. And still during the days, strip is packed, cars everywhere, shoulder to shoulder. So you're saying that the the city to this point is holding up pretty well. City is holding up pretty well, and they are taking advantage of these opportunities i'm staying here at mandalay bay which is where radio row is it's right next to the stadium uh the hotel last night was charging 150 dollars for valet parking oh. <laughs> oh boy uh you have a you have a driver right or you have someone that's uh, accompanying you everywhere that you don't have to deal with any of that yeah his name is uber yeah right, right. that's my driver oh uh, 
Get in line, Moss. Uh, Randy Moss with us here, <laughs> NBC uh, Horse Racing. Uh, white Randy Moss here with us on the, the OG Stone on ESPN 106.3. OG Randy Moss. Uh, what's? I, I've got to be honest with you. Since we, you're you're an aficionado of horses and horse racing, you grew up around them, like you said. Yeah. I did not. I grew up in the city. I grew up in Chicago. I am not well versed in horses. Obviously, follow horse racing to an extent. I grew up around a lot of people from a gambling perspective, especially around Arlington Racetrack that were obsessed with betting horses. Yep. Uh, horses are, are large, massive animals that are very powerful. Not for me. I'm very short, very spindly, uh, not very intimidating. <laughs> from a safety standpoint, I want nothing to do with it. How do you how do these people these get on these horses? They're going God knows how fast around these dirt tracks, racing one another, bumping into one another. How does one gain an appreciation for that? You got it's kind of like driving a race car. You got to be half crazy to get to get on their backs, especially these thoroughbreds that are trained to like you know explode on race day. They're like a ticking time bomb. Uh, I I don't ride. I, I my attraction to the thoroughbred racing business. It's the you know the tradition and the beauty and all that, but it's like an analytics puzzle as well. You know, when I was a kid, I was I started handicapping horses for a newspaper when I was 13 years old. Okay. I was into baseball and ERA statistics and things like that. And horse racing's got a lot of that. It's got a lot of those components, handicapping the horses. And it's kind of like uh, the ultimate Sudoku puzzle. So that's always been what's interested me about that the most. And you can do that with football as well, with all the analytics now in football, uh, PFF and things like that. Do you, do you miss covering football on a regular basis? Yeah, I stopped doing it a couple of years ago uh, for NFL Network after 13 years. Three years as a studio host in Culver City, and then the last 10 years as like a roving reporter. I'd, I've been to every NFL stadium except the one in Vegas and SoFi in Los there Angeles. You go. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, hell, I got paid to watch football. I got I got paid to go around the country and, and follow the NFL. I mean, you know, like like. Uh, like Jim Harbaugh likes to say, uh, who has it better than me, right? Ooh, that's right. They, that's right. Nobody. Randy, that's Randy, that's, right. that's ahead, actually stop. one of our show mantras. Who's that's got right. it better than us? Then we all chime in with nobody. Yeah, we, we, grew, we actually uh, we, we despised it, but now it's become a show mantra. It's, it's funny how that works. Go ahead, stop. Randy, you talk about not having covered the NFL for three years. We had this conversation yesterday. In your opinion, if you could put the reporting cap back on, what is the biggest storyline, sure. one, heading into this game, and two, possibly coming out of this thing? We were trying to peg it, but there's just so many different directions to go to you. What is the biggest storyline, headline news, coming out of the Super Bowl matchup? To me, I think the biggest storyline going into this one is Brock Purdy. Right? I mean, what he's a guy that for most of the season this year – was being talked about as a potential MVP candidate, right? Uh-huh. You know, last-round draft pick, Mr. Irrelevant, the whole nine yards. Um, you know, how will he play in the intense glare of the Super Bowl spotlight? Uh, he hasn't played as well in the two playoff games as he did earlier in the season. He missed some wide-open receivers in critical moments. He threw some passes that should have been intercepted but weren't. Uh, which Brock Purdy are we going to see for the Super Bowl? To me, that's the most interesting storyline. There is no doubt in my mind, Randy, that if they're still together, come May 4th at Churchill Downs, 
Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are showing up to the Kentucky Derby. Okay? There's not a chance that that does not happen. So, for you, are you requesting the opportunity as one of the head uh, reporters for NBC and the Kentucky Derby, are you embracing the opportunity to interview them or do a feature on them leading into the Kentucky Derby? Well, I tell you what, for NBC, right, I'm, I'm on the desk. Okay. I'm not, I'm not out there doing Invite interviews the and desk. doing the reporting. But, but if Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift show up, you can bet that it's going to be, uh, it's going to be front and center in, uh, in NBC. And you've never been to the Derby, right? I have not, no. Okay. It's an NFL convention. It's, it's <laughs> unbelievable. If you go to the, the nicest levels of the Churchill Hounds grandstand and you walk through the grandstand, you will run in to more than a few NFL types, sometimes coaches, sometimes former players, sometimes current players. They are everywhere. It would be a great spot for a league meeting if it wasn't so expensive. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 absolutely. They talk about how expensive these suites are at the Super Bowl, and yeah, they're really, really expensive, but the Kentucky Derby, uh, that's also elite level right there. But I want you to remember when you're sitting there, Randy, on May 4th, and you've got Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift up at the NBC desk with you, I want you to remember this conversation and say, yeah, Ken called it. Ken down in West Palm Beach absolutely called that. That's a trio uh, right there. Randy Moss, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift. Nice. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Hey. Uh I, I wanted to ask you, Randy, just real quick, because I know this is something that that you take very seriously, the safety aspect of this entire thing. And God knows you covered uh, for a long time with the NFL Network the safety innovations in football and a lot of the rule changes in football while you were working with the NFL Network and, and covering the sport. Seems like horse racing-wise they're trying to do something similar to, to, to modernize and make everyone and everything safer in this sport. That's why I'm here. I mean, I work for NBC. I don't work for the horse racing industry, but they asked me, what's your opinion on horse safety? And I said, I've been doing this thing for almost a half century now. I've been following it. And there's never been more of an emphasis placed on horse safety than there is right now, because it's at a critical moment in horse racing. I, I mean, this is the biggest issue in the sport. And I said, would you be willing to go to Las Vegas and talk about it and talk about football? And I said, of course. Look, it's they're, it's all hands on deck. It is literally a full court press right now to improve in any way possible horse safety. You can't, you can never take all of the risk out of horse racing, just like football, just like getting behind the wheel of a car. Mm-hmm. But they really are doing everything they can from from veterinary scrutiny to studying the racetrack surfaces, studying the way horses are bred, the way they're trained. And you mentioned technology. Yeah, you know, like the next-gen stuff in football where they put the chips in the shoulder pads. Yep. You could, they actually have chips that you can put with a horse while he races. They kind of stumbled upon this. Um, they were doing it initially for acceleration and for things like football. But they discovered there were a lot of other things that it was measuring, like the, the balance of a horse and the vibration of his stride. And they found out, that if you study that over tens of thousands of races, you can actually predict when horses have little minor problems that's changing their stride that could become major problems. And that right now is one of the biggest innovations uh, that we've got going in horse racing. But, yeah, it's a it's a big, big deal that we'll be talking about at the Kentucky Derby and in the lead-up.
You will see Randy Moss on the desk at Churchill Downs, Kentucky Derby, May 4th. <laughs> Uh, maybe with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, if my gut is right, and then that's what's absolutely going to happen. But uh, and real quick, uh, just just right now, and yeah. I know that we're, we're several months off, but you, from a horse racing perspective, we can easily say, ah, Randy, make a prediction on the Super Bowl, but everybody has a damn prediction on the Super Bowl. Oh, what are you looking at right now when it comes to the lead-up to the Triple Crown season on NBC? Well, I'll give you a little advance notice of something that could wind up being by far the biggest story of the Kentucky Derby. That's Have you ever heard of American Pharaoh? Yes. American yes. Pharaoh won the Triple Crown in 2015. Justify won the Triple Crown in 2018. Those were both trained by Bob Baffert, who's the face of the sport of horse racing. He had a positive test that took away a Kentucky Derby winner in 2021 for a minor medication infraction. Uh, and he has been banned by Churchill Downs for two years, and now they extended it to this year's Kentucky Derby. It just so happens this year, 150th anniversary of the Derby, they're blowing it out. Bob Baffert has another freakishly talented horse Mm. that would be capable in a normal year of sweeping the Triple Crown. His name is Nisos, and he can't run in the Derby because Baffert can't be there. So we could get in a position where for this huge anniversary for the Kentucky Derby, the best horse won't be there possibly. Can you spell that? Can you spell the horse's name, Randy? Yeah, N-Y-S-O-S. It's a Greek mythology name, Nysos. And he looks absolutely sensational so far. And the reason he's asking you that, Randy, is this dirtbag's going to go uh, try and find the races that Nisos is involved in and uh, throw around uh, a bunch of money here right now. Good. And, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, do you advise you know, you that? Is that good? Uh, yeah, well, he's that good, but everybody knows he's that good, so the payoff right. is going to be is going to be pretty darn low. Public. Yeah, that's like putting, uh, hey, Patrick Mahomes is going to win Super Bowl MVP. I'll put ten thousand on it. Uh, Randy, really uh, uh, appreciate you coming on. Had a lot of fun. Appreciate you playing along and taking some time for us. Uh, enjoy the game. Uh, get out of Vegas as fast as you can before uh, everybody descends upon that. And we'll be looking for you on NBC on May fourth. Okay. Hey, guys, it's a pleasure talking to you. I was just in your neck of the woods recently for the Eclipse Awards at the uh, the Breakers. It was was great fun. I love the area. Oh, man, the the Breakers. So, Randy Moss got the treatment, got the the big-time treatment here in Palm Beach. Randy, have a great one, okay? (laughs) You too. Bye-bye. That is Randy Moss, the other one. NBC, the Thank horse racing man, version. Long, long. Yeah, he makes a good point, Stone. You're going to put money on uh, Noisos, right? That's the name of the horse? You're not going to make any money. Like any money at all. Uh, when we come back, Mike Tannenbaum's going to call us back, right? Stone? No. Sorry, I was talking to Randy. Why? I mean, uh, Kai. Oh, I, I, I just, just want to make sure. I was opening the door for Randy to walk his way out. It was a beautiful job. Um, Yeah, I'm going to call Mike T. We could definitely jump to a break. With him. Yeah, okay, all right. We'll take a break, come back, and uh, we'll continue with our Super Bowl Spectacular. Still taking your calls and your social media at KLV1063. Your boldest Super Bowl prediction. We'll get Mike Tannenbaum's. We'll get yours when we continue on. Super Bowl Spectacular on a Thursday. Why? Because we have to. Because we're not on tomorrow. That's Stone. I'm Ken Levick at Theo and Stone, ESPN 1063. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Name me another radio show 
that has Mike Tannenbaum, former Jets GM, and Dolphins on-field boss on the show while Mike is at 32,000 feet. Tell me another show. There's you can't. It doesn't exist. Because it doesn't exist. It's never happened before until now. Mike Tannenbaum, our NFL insider here on ESPN 106.3. Mike, how are you talking to us up in the air right now, headed to Vegas? Are you in like one of those air phones? What are, how are you talking to us right now? Yeah, guys, good to be with you. I'm actually on the ground. We're just about to depart. I had to do a speaking engagement in uh, Deer Valley, Utah, and we're sitting on the uh, – runway here in salt lake in route to vegas oh i got so have uh have they done the whole uh, safety presentation uh yet no but you'll, you'll hear that momentarily nice so. perfect good <laughs> we'll take notes uh we'll make sure you're all safe uh so so mike you're going to vegas here you're uh you're you're getting ready for the super bowl uh let's just start with this simply your storyline going into sunday the big storyline the biggest storyline that you keep running through mike tannenbaum's head is what I think we're going into the game talking about Mahomes and Purdy and Shanahan. I think we're going to be coming out talking about Pacheco because I think when you look at the vulnerability of this 49er defense last couple of weeks, be it Aaron Jones, David Montgomery, I think Andy Reid and um, that Kansas City offense, I think they're going to try to run the ball, run it consistently. And I think at the end of the day, this is like a 33-34 minute time of possession game for them. Stone said his boldest prediction is an overtime game. How would you judge that? Not, not inconceivable. You know what's interesting, guys? Um, the 49ers are favorite. It's the first time in three years that a team has been favored in every game going back to week one. So, you know, obviously there's a lot of, uh, you know, love out there and support for the 49ers. I just think if this game was played ten times, uh, Kansas City would win six or seven of them. Mike, you're sitting in first class, right? Wow. You have to be. You're Mike Tannenbaum. Are you sitting in first class? <laughs> it's uh, it's Comfort Plus on Delta. It's a, it's a good right. product. It's really good value. It's it's salary cap friendly. It's better than Coach, and that is cost prohibitive as uh, first class. I, you know what? That well was, done. There was an air of a, of eliteness with also humbleness there for Mike Tannenbaum. I like that. Mike Tannenbaum, our uh, NFL insider, uh, from a uh, from an airplane here on uh, ESPN 106.3. Uh, so so I was looking, and my boldest prediction, and I don't think it's going to happen, but my boldest prediction, Mike, is that the defense, if the Chiefs win, that's going to be what carries the day. And I love Legereus Need potentially picking off Brock Purdy a couple of times and being a dark horse MVP. How do the Chiefs beat the 49ers? Yeah, hold on. Uh, they're doing the safety check. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's what, uh, is she standing next to you? I don't want to get you in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, too late for that. So, wait, 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 wait. Oh, did she already admonish you for having a okay, phone well, out? Oh, no. So, uh, it was the safety check. What, what, what was the question? Uh, no, uh, Legereus needs Super Bowl MVP Dark Horse. How do you feel about that? Not, not inconceivable. I, I still think it's going to be Pacheco. I do like him, or maybe uh, Trent McDuffie. Oh, I like that. I like that. All right, Mike, uh, just know that your seat can be used as a flotation device. I don't want you to get into trouble. We'll hear tomorrow, uh, 12 to 6, as part of uh, Josh Cohen's uh, Super Friday. Thank you, and uh, have fun at the Super Bowl, okay? All right, guys. Thanks so much. All right, that is Mike Tannenbaum. Did we just get him in trouble? <laughs> Did we just get him in trouble? Yeah, I mean, that, what an interview right there. I mean, Mike T, woo, shout out. What? Shout out, Mike T. Holding so, it down in first Mike class. T, Mike T was adamant. No, we booked it. 
Uh, the timing might not be great, but damn it, I'm going to fulfill. I'm going to fulfill my <laughs> obligation to you as your NFL insider. We said, great. Now, what I will say is we thought we were getting him at 32,000 feet. We yeah, thought we that he was on an air phone the way it sounded. <laughs> that said, this might have been better. Us clearly battling for the attention of Mike Tannenbaum against a flight attendant who was clearly getting annoyed because Mike was clearly flustered. <laughs> he just fired off sports takes. Oh, that was a battle of the titans right there. And I think yeah, we could hear, I, I think when he was trying to put the phone down, like when they walked yeah, by, yeah, it was no, almost you, in his I, lap. You could tell that he was trying to hide the phone from the flight <laughs> yeah. attendant because yeah. the flight attendant had already told him to hang up the phone and put it away. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. He's right a grinder. There. He is a total grinder, and we found out that this man ain't flying coach. This man ain't did flying we, coach. Did we it's find not that, first class, did we find but he that out? flying coach. Yeah, I mean, I think Comfort, we've been plus, that. Comfort Plus is like the Delta equivalent right. of first class. You got the bigger seats. You got the – I mean, it's not Comfort Plus uh, without a reason, right? <laughs> no, uh, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, oh, John, John, uh, sorry, I'm in Birmingham. I just, Stone's just feeding me stuff. John in Palm Beach Gardens, are you on a plane, uh, John? Are you uh, on the roads right now? I'm on the roads. Actually, I stopped, you know, to talk so I wouldn't make a distraction. I'm, I'm parked now. Oh, but, my uh, God, you are a responsible driver, and I appreciate that, John. Thank you, and let everybody in yeah. Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast know that you're doing the right thing. All right, John, what's your bold Super Bowl prediction? I say that if the 49ers beat Kansas City, that Travis, Taylor Swift dumps Kelsey and starts to date Brock Purdy. Thank you, John. Appreciate that boldest prediction. Uh, Stone, let the record show that man pulled over from his, wherever he was going to make that prediction. He pulled over. He pulled. He he literally took wow. like seven minutes and pulled over to do that. I'm add another caveat to that. He was on hold for like 15, 17, 18 minutes. Like like. Should we just to make it feel like he didn't waste his time? Give him a rim shot. I said. Uh, Even if we don't think he deserved it, like at least it makes me feel better that he didn't waste his. Maybe that will make him feel like that fulfilled something. <sighs> Woo. Okay, let's reset. That's it, baby. Rolling! Hey, they don't call it a Super Bowl spectacular for nothing, right, Stone? Right on, baby. Uh, when we come back, uh, you know what? Let me uh, let me do a read here real quick, and then I'll give the tease, as they call it in the radio business. Hey, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport, since the year... 2000. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program has been chugging along. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport, number one in the country in postgraduate sport management degrees. Uh, that's significant. That's big time. Number one in Florida, number 10 in the world. What does that mean? It means that they are putting you in the best position to succeed of any postgraduate sport management program in the entire country. If you want to work your dream job in sports, if you have designs of working in the sports industry, well, it's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program that's going to get you there. The best internships. They've got the Rolodex to help. They are teaching you all of the different ways in which you can find a path in the expansive world of sports. It's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Could you imagine being in a relationship, by the way, with Brock Purdy? What, what do you even talk to him about? 
What do you? That's disrespectful, man. What if Brock said that he about seemed, you? He seems like the most boring person alive. He's a 22-year-old child playing quarterback in a Super Bowl. Like he needs. A, he hasn't developed his, you know, professional personality. I God forbid. I. He looks. If white bread could throw a football, that would be Brock Purdy. <laughs> uh, okay. When we come back, and, 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 by the way, just to recap this segment, Mike Tannenbaum joined us on a, thank you on a uh, on an airplane as he went through a safety check and uh, was getting yelled at by the flight attendant. Uh, and then uh, we had uh, poor poor John in Palm Beach Gardens pull over for 15 minutes for a uh, a Taylor Swift Brock Purdy joke. <laughs> we are rolling. We continue on with your social media. We had a guy who was on the Today Show. I mean, he was on the oh show, my. too. We had Matt Abdu, Pig Beach Barbecue, on the Today Show earlier today that on LeVica Theo and Stone. We had the white horse racing version of Randy Moss on the show. You know what? I feel great. Who's got it better thing. than us? Nobody! When we come back, we take your social media and your calls. Boldest sports prediction, Super Bowl prediction. Boldest Super Bowl prediction, 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Because it's Thursday, it's a Wheel of Topics Super Bowl edition here on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. And because it's our Super Bowl spectacular, it is Stone. Super Bowl Gambling Smorgasbord. We have a lot to do. That's Stone. I'm Ken Levick at Theo and Stone, ESPN 106.3. All right. All right. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Levick Theo and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Woohoo! The FAU <laughs> MBA Sport Management Program again. Want to make sure everybody realizes FAU.edu slash MBA sport. Number one in the nation in postgraduate sport management degrees. We appreciate them. We also appreciate the Baptist Health Orthopedic Care team. They have that team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Again, a reminder, Stone and I... This is our last show before the Super Bowl. That is why it is the Super Bowl Spectacular. Tomorrow, Super Friday, noon to 6. Six straight hours of big, beefy Super Bowl preview radio with Josh Cohen and Christian Cat, the Audible Assassin. That's tomorrow, noon to 6. Six hours of Josh and Seacat. My God, I can't think of anything better. Josh and Seacat, six hours, noon to 6. Super Friday here on ESPN 106.3, the free ESPN app. And a little birdie told me that maybe, just maybe, you can watch him. All six hours stone. I just heard it from a birdie. Uh, what, uh, what kind of bird? A uh, YouTube bird. Oh, uh, can you uh, further explain yourself or no? It was just a little twig, 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 twig in your yeah, ear. Yeah, it was just a little. Dip, dip. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't want to speak out of turn, but that's what I heard. That's, yeah, exactly. Just a little, little whisper, little, little whisper. Uh, the the boldest 
Super Bowl prediction you have, the boldest Super Bowl prediction you have as we go to social media at KLV 1063, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. And again, on social media at KLV 1063, at KLV 106.3. A reminder that very early in the show, our own Theo Dorsey, his boldest prediction was... That if the Chiefs win, or when the Chiefs win, he wanted to correct me, when the Chiefs win, he'll have offspring nine months from now. I We still have not gotten a more bold Super Bowl prediction right. than that, Stone. Nothing tops that, and I don't think no. anything's going to top that, right? Bringing another no. human being into this world uh, because your team won the Super Bowl, I don't right. get any more bold than that. Right. Impregnating your then-wife because of your happiness over the Chiefs winning, that's pretty bold. Uh, Mike, he says Taylor Swift gets more camera time than the 49ers. Stu- Richard. How about stupid take? How about that? That's what that was. Richard, the game is halted for disruption in or around the stadium, i.e. a power outage or a planned protest. So that could be something. Yeah, that's We've had a run on protests uh, that have stopped NBA games, that have delayed. Now, you remember in Tampa, we had the guy run out onto the field um, uh, but what if you run out onto the field, you streak, but you're trying to get attention for a cause? Is that a planned protest? Does that fall under the jurisdiction of planned protest? Uh, to me, it does, yes. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I like that. I think that's a good, bold prediction that we'll have a stoppage in play, i.e. a power outage, or a, uh, a planned protest. Uh, Kenneth says, everyone vomits before halftime. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, well, because it- they're hungover? If he explained why, maybe we could get behind it. Because they've they've been poisoned by bad food? I don't understand that. Uh, Ricky messages in, my bold prediction, I will not have another kid. Okay, So that's like go. the anti-Theo bold prediction there. Uh, I still don't get the vomiting before halftime one. That's really bizarre. I feel like he has something to do with it, this guy. He's evil. He's got a plan. <laughs> oh, you say that there's there's something suspicious afoot. There's something nefarious coming. He's and got Kenneth a plan. is the mastermind behind all of it. Gotcha. Uh, Maddox, uh, he messages in Taylor doesn't make it to the Super Bowl in time. You know, that's actually likely, right? What is she, in Tokyo? It's not likely, though. She did sell one Japan? of her private jets recently. She's down to one private jet now. She's going to be in Tokyo, yes, Japan. Tokyo. So... They could make this a thing on TV. Is she going to make it? Or are they going to be on national TV tracking her flight, like cutting away to track her flight? Like these kinds of things. This I could happen. I swear to Christ, if we have a Taylor Swift tracker, it's one of the great. If you're, if you're a business and NBC, or not NBC, uh, CBS has been trying to, to get another couple mil out of you for Super Bowl time, this is just me, uh, my marketing mind. I would absolutely pay that additional $3 million to be the, oh, I don't know, State Farm Taylor tracker and track her flight from Tokyo. What do you think about that? I think what we're we're talking about right now, we're going to see on Sunday. You think so? You think that's definitely going to happen? Because I think we might have just stumbled into a gold mine. I, I do as well. Now, how? what are our steps now to take credit for this? Should we, should we pitch ourselves? Well, what we need to do is we need to make sure this goes to the masses, and we need to make sure that we shame CBS into giving us credit for it and a cut of this. That, that could work as well. Yep. 
that will uh, that will work as well. Uh, Ricky has one more bold prediction. I may or may not eat 30 wings and eight mozzarella sticks during the game. Here's the thing. I believe the 30 wings, the eight mozzarella sticks, that cheese expands in your stomach. There's not a chance in hell. If you're going 30 wings and eight mozzarella sticks, uh-uh, cheese isn't allowing that. And that ratio is off as well, right? 30 chicken wings and then eight mozzarella sticks. I don't know if that's typically how that's going to go. But, yeah, so I yeah. kind of agree with you. Uh, and then Kevin says Chiefs will win by seven, a much more tame uh, bold take. Yep, that's a uh, tame. not a bold prediction. That is a prediction. <laughs> well said. All right, time now for Stone Labanowitz's Super Bowl gambling smorgasbord here on Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Do we have Frank Sinatra Las Vegas-themed music, Stone? <laughs> of have, course we do. Do we have Frank Sinatra Vegas-themed music? Because... As everybody knows, you can't have a sport, a Super Bowl gambling smorgasbord, the game in Las Vegas, without a little uh, blue eyes himself, uh, Frank Sinatra. There we go. All right. If you want luck, be a lady. You'll listen to Stone right here. Stone, let's start with the basics here. The 49ers are a two-point favorite. Two-point favorite. Where's the Stone money going? I'm not picking a side here. Now, I know that puts a wrench in your Stone's gambling smorgasbord. We're off to a flying start but in Stone's Super Bowl gambling smorgasbord. I advise everybody not to pick a side here. Okay. Even money, which is Sounds enticing. Good. I get it with Kansas City. I do. I truly do. But this game is going to be close. And if it's not close, it's going to be like a three-score margin. This could get wonky. Don't pick a side. You don't want that headache. I apologize, Ken. No, that's fine. That's fine. That's why it's a smorgasbord, because sometimes you just stay away. Exactly. I don't touch the away. cheeses. <laughs> like any buffet, you got to be a little suspicious of what's been sitting out there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the over-under, though, is 47-and-a-half. 47-and-a-half. Now, you've already made a bold prediction that it's going overtime. Where are you sitting? Where's that money leaning over under 47-and-a-half for the Super Bowl? Yeah, so I'll let everybody in on some. The reason I do want it to go to overtime is because I do have that over. I do think this okay. over is likely here. Um, I think both teams come out of the gates trying to set the tone. Um, we even heard Mike T just come on talk about Isaiah Pacheco. I'm pretty sure he called him Pacheco, and it really confused me because I wasn't sure. Well, he, he was I, also fighting with the flight attendant. He was. So he talked a lot about Isaiah Pacheco. Kansas City wants to come out and run the football. I get it. I don't necessarily know how well they think that's going to work against San Francisco, so Patrick's going to need to do it himself. Both of these teams are going to try to score in the first quarter. Um, so I do like this over, and I'm playing it. I mean, it's already submitted uh, to my account. All right, cut the music real quick here because we need to spin the wheel of topics. Uh, wheel of topics. Uh, Super Bowl version wheel of topics. Let's spin the wheel of topics, Stone. We're trying to double task here. Let's, uh, let's spin the wheel of topics. Stone. Oh, it landed on Chiefs wide receiver. Who would that be? Who, uh, oh, Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony. Uh, he was on the NFL Network, and Kadarius Tony was asked if uh, he uh, he could be the top receiver in the NFL. Let's listen to Old Stone as himself, Kadarius Tony, and his what response. What is it that we would have to say? You're number one receiver in this league. Yeah, if I get it. Yeah, if I get the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Let's hear that one more time, Stone. Let's hear that one more time. The reporter asks him, "Are you a number one receiver in this league?" And Kadarius Tony, yeah, if I if I get the ball, here it is. You're number one receiver in this league. 
Yeah, if I get it. Yeah, if I get the ball. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta love I tell it, you man. what, man. I appreciate the confidence. Uh, never mind the fact that every time he does get the ball, he drops it, and uh, then he he has to walk off the field feeling the shame of Pat Mahomes. But you know what? Hey, if I got the ball, I'd be a number one receiver. All right. Uh, let's get back to our uh, sports gambling smorgasbord. Stone Super Bowl gambling smorgasbord. Uh, let's do Usher. Sings DJ Got Us Fallen in Love at plus 1100. Halftime show. Usher sings DJ Got Us Fallen in Love plus 1100. Stone, would you put money on that? Ah, I totally would. I think there's value there. It's a pretty high number. If you're going to stake anything 10 to 1 on something like this, that's a smart play here. I, what I would do here, though, is bet your buddy 5, 10 bucks handshake bet on something before you get to the Super Bowl party so you have free bankroll to bet on it. But I do I, I do think that one's worth, uh, worth a shot. Take a stab at yeah, it. Yeah. I would agree. I think DJ got us falling in love is definitely going to be on the set list. Plus 1,100, that's great value right it is. there. It is. It truly Scott, is. I'm with you. Uh, here we go. I'm going to give you a series of names. Super Bowl MVP, what would you do to maximize profit here, Stone? Patrick Mahomes, plus 135. Super Bowl MVP. Purdy, plus 230. McCaffrey, plus 450. Kelsey, plus 1,300. Debo, plus 2,500. Pacheco, plus 2,800. Where's the best value there in your opinion? So there's two ways one on each side christian mccaffrey at plus 450 mega value and travis kelsey at plus 1300 mega value as well um those are the only two guys you can play if you're putting your money on anybody winning the most valuable player in the super bowl here because if they do win it'll be because of these guys these are two game changers these teams go as they go christian mccaffrey i mean for god's sake he's minus 250 to find the end zone so you can plug one touchdown in there if he wants to whether it's another rushing or receiving and add two he'll probably have a more productive day or be a bigger reason why they win this game than brock purdy so plus Plus 450 you can take that and travis Kelsey, it's not like he's going to score once. If Travis Kelsey is going to score, he's going to find the end zone more than once. So Travis Kelsey and at plus 1,500. The and then after the game, <laughs> all of the things, the, all the NFL wants to do is give this guy the most valuable player. It'll do a lot for them. It'll do a lot for him as well. At a plus 1,300, almost seems like a steal. Almost too good to be did, true. Did you get it score after the game? Oh, absolutely I did. Just like him and Theo Dorsey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, spin the wheel of topics. Spin the wheel of topics. Wheel of topics. Wheel of topics. Wheel of oh, topics. JFK assassination. Oh, weird. Brock Purdy was asked by Assembled Media in Las Vegas about whether he wanted to comment on his resemblance to Lee Harvey Oswald. Here's how Brock Purdy responded. Pictures of you and, and uh, Lee Harvey Oswald circling around the internet right now. People think you two look alike. Did you ever hear that before? I haven't. That's my first time hearing it. Yeah. What do you think about that comparison? Uh, Physical comparison, obviously. Yeah. 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 I don't, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, he did not seem thrilled about being uh, compared his likeness to Lee Harvey Oswald. Stone, question for you. Did you know who Lee Harvey Oswald was before we broached this topic? Just be honest and say no, I did not. Yeah, you definitely did not. I would have thought he was in the Oppenheimer family or something like that, something um, medieval, um, Frank Sinatra what? era. I don't know. The pictures that I saw, it seemed like it was a almost like a wax figurine. Yeah, no, he he killed JFK. He killed JFK. All right, quickly get back to Sinatra music real quick before we wrap up the Super Bowl spectacular. Here we go, Stone. Who will be seen first in a State Farm ad? Travis Kelsey plus 100, Mahomes plus 130, Andy Reid plus 500. Oh, seen first State Farm ad. Even money. money. Give me Travis Kelsey. 
plus 100, Travis Kelsey. Also, put money on the fact Kelsey, Taylor Swift at the Kentucky Derby. That's done. I'm Ken. Enjoy the game. Bye-bye.